Hey guys, welcome to the Messy Table Podcast. Feel free to grab some coffee, or reheat your coffee if you're anything like me, and pull up a chair. This space you've stumbled into is unforced and imperfect, basically the equivalent of my messy kitchen table, where real women come together and talk about the honest behind the scenes of real life. Today we're going to chat about what it looks like to cultivate, to start something, to go through the creative process, and yes, even to finish. Back in Eden, God told Adam and Eve to work the garden and maintain it, to cultivate and create and use the brain he gave them to make something useful, ultimately for God's glory. He also told them to be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. This applies to babies and families, but to cultivate and be fruitful is really so much more. It's to initiate growth or produce something good, something beneficial. And I believe God has given us all unique passions and personalities that can be used to point to Him in all aspects of life. Whether you're launching a new business or planting a physical garden or teaching your toddler how to use a fork or writing a song or creating a safe haven in your home, or maybe you're leading a Bible study or doing something out of the box like my guest today, we are all called to use what He's given us and cultivate as as He compels us. So my friend Lisa Pinnell is joining me at the messy table today. Lisa is an entrepreneur and a mom inventor who works from home while raising her four kids. She founded the company Binksy Baby and invented the baby shopping cart hammock, which is ingenious. It's been featured in Parents Magazine, named a must-have by celebrity Tori Spelling, and called a top mom hack by Baby Center. You need to know that this is not a sponsored ad from me. I'm not getting paid to endorse her. Lisa is just my brilliant and creative friend who I think you should know too. Lisa and her husband, Matt, go to our church. We were in life group together for a season, and they are just both so fun, real, easygoing, and down-to-earth. Lisa's not only a smart cookie who loves to find easy solutions for other moms, she's also a light in this dark world. And here's a little tip. When I read the Bible, I'm not only looking at the stories because those stories were exclusive to that time. All of our stories are different. Um, But I also look for God's character, the things that are true no matter what and no matter when and are true for me today. And really, we can apply a similar train of thought as we listen to her story. We're not all going to invent another shopping cart hammock. In fact, there's a patent on it, so we can't. But you can notice how she thinks, how she's persevered, and how she faced problems in front of her. We can learn from her character. So if you've ever felt called to start something, this episode is especially for you. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Well, thanks for having me at your house today. Yeah, I'm at excited. At your messy table while your baby naps. It is messy. Don't look too closely. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it's all about. Well, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and just give everyone a little peek into your life. Well, my name is Lisa Pinnell. Um, I'm a mother of four, and I have a husband, too. And <laughs> You do? Yeah. <laughs> um, we're a pretty busy family. Uh, husband travels a lot, and I have a full-time home business that is doing really well. It's really fun. So how long have you guys been married? Oh, gosh. Um, I want to say like 14 years. <laughs> I need to do some math in my Cross head reference. for that. Yeah. I love we'll it. We'll guess on that. 14 years sounds about right. I love it. Yeah. So you have time. four kiddos. Yep. The oldest is 11. And then I have an eight-year-old and a four-year-old and a baby girl that just turned one a couple months ago. I cannot believe that Kate is 11. I uh, know. And she's almost as tall as me, which is she, insane. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. 
And you guys have such an interesting um, family, quite a, a cool dynamic. So you're, we'll get into this, but you're a mom inventor um, mm-hmm. and your hubby is in politics. Yeah. So he's been in politics since we were in college. We've known each other since high school. So he's been in politics since as long as I've known him. And we lived out in Washington, D.C. for a little while. And so he was doing it out there. And then we came back to Oklahoma, and he's been involved. And, I mean, he's got had some pretty cool jobs where he was chairman of Oklahoma um, a couple years ago. And then he got promoted to be like the chairman of chairman for all of the states. Of the world. Of the world. (laughs) And that, of course, required a lot of travel because he had to travel and see every single state party in every state. So he was gone a lot, um, which was never fun. But, you know, it kind of taught us how to manage things well and learn where to cut and where, Mm -hmm. you know, we needed to focus on. So So my husband... Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I was just going to say, when we, when he was here, we had to like take advantage of him being here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so my husband calls him the president and you the first lady. <laughs> oh and my. that's just what you're called <laughs> around the jewel home. So. That is very funny. <clears throat> so I saw a picture of you at the presidency, president inauguration yeah. in a smoking hot red dress. <laughs> Yes. Was that you? <laughs> that was me. Was that so fun? I felt like I was at like a prom again, like wearing a dress like that. <laughs> Adult like, prom. This is like my senior prom. It was very fun. It was so cool to get dressed up. Oh and, like, yeah. I felt very special. Yeah. It was it was a fun night for sure. All right. So you invented a little something. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that and kind of where your motivation came from? Sure. So our product is called the shopping cart hammock and it's exactly like what it sounds. It is a hammock that goes in your shopping cart for your baby to ride in while you shop. And it came about when, back when I just had two kids and, um, I had a two year old girl and my newborn, um, and we tried to go to the grocery store to stock up on groceries and I hadn't been in forever. So we needed everything and we got there and I was like, okay, how does this work? I've never done this with two kids before. So I didn't want to take my newborn out of his car seat cause he was asleep and he was so cozy. And so right. I put him in the big part of the shopping cart and then I put my two year old in the little seat and we started and we went through and got all our fruits and vegetables we got the bread and then we got to the coffee aisle and I was out of room. Like I had no more space in the cart and you know, he's sleeping in his infant car seat and like I'm piling stuff on top of him because there's no room in the cart. You got to have room so, for coffee. I mean, that's I mean, an that essential. Was, I was getting rid of fruit for the coffee. Right. We needed that. Take when out the bananas. Newborn, <laughs> yes. So, I mean, we had to leave. I had to check out with just, we literally made it to the second aisle of Walmart. And I was like, this is insane. There's got to be a better way. And so I went home and I just started thinking. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to figure this out. Like, it was like a challenge for me. So I went home and started thinking. And I was like, how can we make this work? Like, I do not want to take my baby out of his car seat. So, you know, I was like, maybe we can, next time we go, we'll take two carts. So, I mean, I literally tried all the options. I took two carts the next time, which was, oh my gosh, oh. exhausting. Yeah. And then I tried bringing a stroller one time. And so I would push a cart and pull a stroller. <laughs> that was not good either. I tried like strapping him onto my chest and mm-hmm. so I know, oh yeah, I know a lot of moms do that. Um, 
but we have a dog and I got to the dog food aisle and the dog food we needed was on the bottom of the, um, rack and I bent down shelf, to, rack, shelf thank whatever you. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I bent down to try to pick it up and it was like a 20 pound bag of dog food. Right. So I like almost smothered Squished my baby, baby. <laughs> trying to get it into the cart. So I was just like, Oh gosh, this is not working. So anyways, I just made it like my life's mission <laughs> to figure out how to shop with two little kids. See, that's already the difference in you and me. So I, when Hallie was born, I remember my first grocery trip and I got there and I remember trying to put her car seat on top of the mm-hmm. grocery cart yeah. and it was so wobbly and unstable. So I ended up putting her inside, I guess mm-hmm. like you did mm-hmm. and, um, you know, gave up after, you know, getting four things and yes. went home. But the difference is, is that I went home and said, <laughs> told my husband, all right, you have her. I'm going to go to the grocery store alone. And you went home and started like writing up plans and figuring out how you were going to make things work. Probably just because (laughs) I didn't have that option, you know, like, yeah, I could have definitely figured something else out, but I don't think Matt would have. But sometimes you can't. No. And that's not realistic for long term. That was like a (laughs) one-time thing, you know? Well, and now they have the Walmart, you know, grocery pickup. So if this had happened today, I wouldn't have, you know, thought up the solution to this problem. But sometimes you have to go in. No, that's true. And sometimes, you know. And Target doesn't offer that. I was going to say, and Target's the. You got to be at Target. I know, because you can get get your grapes, get your sandwich meat. And And the cute outfits. And get a pair of shoes. Starbucks. (laughs) Right. It's like a vacation. (laughs) It is a vacation. I agree. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So you couldn't figure it out. Um, Right. So then what happened? So, um, well, the first thought that I had was, you know, the shopping cart needs to be able to hold the car seat so that it's elevated so you can still fit all your groceries underneath. And my first, um, design which I have pictures of this, it's hilarious, was um, a set of bungee cords across the cart, and then it was holding my baby's car seat. And I actually went shopping like this. I'm surprised people didn't. You like, went shopping with the bungee cords with the bungee cords, the car seat. holding up the car seat. Did you take a picture? Oh, yeah. I have a picture of it. Yes. It's awesome. It is That's amazing. so dangerous. Oh, my gosh. I'm so embarrassed now looking back. But this was the beginning. This was the this very is the humble first, beginnings of when I was it like, started. Okay, we're on to something, because I was able to shop. And I got all my food. Right. Um, now it was not safe. And I probably should have put like a helmet on my baby because <laughs> he could have easily like bounced right Just out of the car. Falling out. But, um, you know, we were onto something. So I went from there to thinking, okay, maybe we need something a little more stable. I think I read somewhere too that bungee cords are very <laughs> dangerous around children. You know what? My husband actually has a like awful story. I forget. Um, I think he was in college. Yeah, he was in college because we knew each other. Um, and he was doing something with maybe yes. a lawnmower and it popped off and it popped his eye yes. and he almost lost That's a his very eye. Common it injury. was bloodshot forever. Yeah, so I'm picturing this so, with babies. Yeah, right. so bungee cords. Not a good combination. Maybe. No. So safety reasons, we were like, let's move on from the bungee cords. (laughs) So I moved on to like trying to figure out how to make a little hammock, honestly. And my first hammock was so ugly. I mean, it was literally like a rectangle piece of fabric that I had hooks on each corner and I just like hooked it on. What kind of hooks? Just... I mean, they were like little, you know, I don't know what you would call those. Okay. (laughs) Very ugly. Something I bought at like Joanne Fabric, you know, hooks. And... I actually thought that that was a good idea, and I went and even saw a patent 
attorney about it and she turned me down. <laughs> she was like, I don't think you're ready. Hun. A blessing in disguise, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. She was like, I think you might want to work on this a little bit more. Thank goodness she didn't take my money and be like, sure, we'll get a patent. But I love that you were already thinking that oh, way. Oh yeah. I'm already like, I got to protect this idea. <laughs> It's a terrible it. idea. I have so, pictures of that one too. But I remember, I think, the stage whenever it yeah. was an idea. Um, so, it was bad. So we were in life group with the Pinnells, and I remember you coming and talking about it and kind of being a little bit hesitant to even share, like, yeah. well, I have this idea, and it seems kind of silly, but... Yes, it is very silly. I mean, it's still... I'm. It's I'm, not silly at all. It's amazing. It's a very interesting idea, for sure. And it's one of those that, in the beginning, I was like embarrassed to even tell my life group about it because it's just so odd. But at the same time, like the feedback that I got from you guys was encouraging enough for me to, you know, keep at it, I think. And so I really did become like obsessed with figuring this out. And I think that is something that's kind of, you know, weird or different about me is that I do get on things and like, I can't sleep until I figure things out. I love it. So, um, I like, I really didn't sleep for probably months and months at a time. I would stay up half the night sewing and working on this and taking apart all of my baby products at home to try to figure out how they connected this and like what fabric did they use and what shape did they make the incline of this bouncy oh my seat. I mean, so you're like engineer, home ec. I mean, <laughs> I had to teach myself how to sew. Strategizing. Yeah, I went to Walmart and bought like the cheapest sewing machine I could find because I was like, I don't want to spend much money on this. Right. And of course, it what was, was like your major? Terrible. I was a business major. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you just got to incorporate everything. Yeah. It was a little bit of everything. And I do love to create things. So Mm -hmm. it was fun for me. It's not like I was like, oh, I have to work on this till two o'clock in the morning. It was In the morning, I would regret what I did the night before. Right. But... It then you needed more coffee, but you yes. couldn't take your babies to the grocery store. And so and you had to keep working. <laughs> yes. I had a friend actually that was like, cause this was a long process. I mean, it took me from start to finish probably like five years. Right. Um, but I had a friend like three years in say, you are crazy. And this is like the science project from H E L L. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but you know. So I started I remember, with it, even with that. <laughs> I remember when this was a real idea and you mm-hmm. were really starting to move forward with it. And I was just so bummed because my kids mm-hmm. were, well, so, um, I had already, I think missed Hallie's, mm-hmm. but Jack, I remember you were in the process pretty yes. heavily, um, when Jack was born and I was like, oh, I know, man, but I need one so bad. Well, and and it was that... soon after cause yes. he, he just turned five. So it's probably, you're probably I mean, right. I think we barely missed it. I think you're right. So yeah. then I just started ordering some for friends. <laughs> that works too. Yeah. yeah. And you were always a great cheerleader, which oh, was very well. nice. I needed that because it was easy because it was many truly days, though that like I would work on it for hours and hours and hours or even like weeks and weeks and weeks. And then I would be at a dead end and, you know, throw everything that I'd been working on for the past two months away and like, feel like I had to go back and start over. And so there were days that I was like, what am I doing? This is insane. Like I could be a fun mom, but instead I'm an (laughs) obsessed mom that has to figure out this stupid shopping cart, you know? So there are many times that I was like, this is insane. What am I doing? But But I love that you can say that now because you've had so much success. Well, it is fun. And really, I I think it's only the beginning. So even though you've already had a huge amount of success. I hope so. So you were kind of talking about the process. What what else did you go through as far as getting this? So my aha moment came when I took my pack and play apart. And I saw that there were some long plastic clips that hooked the little baby bassinet onto the top. 
And I was like, okay, this is where it's could at. work. That's so true. And so I ripped them off and I was like, they're plastic and they're sewn into the fabric. So I was like, how do I get this sewn onto my hammock? And so I started calling, um, like auto upholstery places in Tulsa because I knew that they had big old sewing machines. You're so creative. <laughs> auto poor upholstery. Poor guys would answer the phone and be like, "You want me to what?" <laughs> and so I'd bring my I'll stuff pay you. down. I'll I did. Pay you. I offered them like twenty bucks, and they'd be like, "You don't have to pay me for this." Like they were just so embarrassed to be helping me. <laughs> they were that very lady's sweet. back again. Uh, yeah. That mom. No, there was one guy that like every time I walked in, he'd be like, "Oh geez, here she comes." <laughs> But they were honestly, I got really lucky. They they were very sweet. There was one guy in particular that was a grandpa. He had like seven kids or seven grandkids. And he was like, when this is, you know, a big product, you've got to send me some for my grandkids. So he was awesome. So he would take my little plastic hooks that I ripped off my pack and play (laughs) and he would sew them onto my little makeshift hammock that I had sewn overnight, you know, and I would take it and test it. And, you know, it was still very ugly and still very early, but I was definitely like, okay, this is, this is it. This is where we're going with it. So that was exciting that we finally figured that part out. And that's what differentiates the product too, from Mm -hmm. anything else, because you know, a hammock that you just kind of can attach like a regular hammock onto a cart isn't anything special, but the way we attach it, it's not going to be stable. It's actually right. It provides stability and it's patentable. So it made it unique enough that we were able to get a utility patent on it. And so nobody else in the U S can make a shopping cart hammock that works like ours or looks like ours. It's amazing. And you have some nice little buckles on there and a bunch of different designs. Now I just saw a floral one recently Mm. that was so trendy and cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Maybe one made me want to like have another baby just so I could just for that one. Yeah. That's the fun part. Like, so why did you get pregnant? Well, I really want to use this shopping cart hammock (laughs) on my own baby. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good reason. Why not? (laughs) No, I love the fabrics. That's very fun for me, picking out all the different designs. So So as of right now, Mm -hmm. you are um, pretty much managing your business from home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we did just get a warehouse. You did? Uh, I didn't realize that. Three months ago. Oh, nice. Because we finally outgrew Well, because you had boxes up to I your mean, ceiling. We yeah, we couldn't do it anymore. We were shipping out of our house Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then we had our garage literally like floor to ceiling full of product. Nowhere That's a to good park. problem to have. Yeah. So we were ready to get our house back. Right. You know, and having, you know, people in and out all week long doing shipping and right. helping with stuff, mm-hmm. you know, it gets kind of old. Oh yeah. You kind of want your personal space back after a little while. Well, there's like no separation of work and (laughs) home. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So we got a warehouse that, I mean, we've got a lot of stuff over there, so we're shipping out of there now. But as far as like day-to-day work, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm still here. I still have kids home with me. So Mm -hmm. it's like 30 minutes of email here, you know, work on new products here, and then lots of feeding and changing diapers and all the fun stuff in between. So how do you balance all that? Mm. Well, (laughs) you don't, you just try. You really don't. I mean, I have had to let so many things go is it's not even funny. That's so good though. Cause we all need to let things go. Right. I think we all try to control all the balls in the air and right. And we look over other people and think that right. They're all making it all happen. And Mm -hmm. really none of us are making it all happen. Right. They've (laughs) chosen to, you know, the things that you see, those are their priorities. Right. So they've chosen those to be their priorities. And you know, those priorities are not going to be my priorities. Mm -hmm. And you're right. Like the comparison, man, I struggle with that because 
being on Instagram and social media, you see all of these other women business owners or even just bloggers or, you know, fun moms and their lives look so perfect. And like every day is rainbows and sprinkles and right. But they could say the same thing about you. And we know that you have a behind the scenes just as I do. And yeah, it's just, it's tough to figure out because you do want to be able to do it all. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I'm always like, I'm, I'm kind of a perfectionist. Right. And I want my kids to have like the happiest childhood, but at the same time, I want my business to be as big and successful as it can be. Mm -hmm. And I want my house to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want all these things, but the reality is that I've got to pick just a couple to focus on because there's no way I can do it all. So my house is dirty and my kids, you know, buy lunch at school and I don't volunteer up at school like I used to, but you know, the things that I've chosen to be the priorities are the things that are important to me and my family. And, you know, I think focusing on those, you know, like when you just spend time on a couple things, you can make those couple things great. And the rest of the stuff probably is not as important. But that takes confidence too, for you to say, okay, this is what's important to me and I'm going to let the other things go. Cause, yeah. um, even though you said you're a perfectionist and those, yeah. you know, those things can be strengths and weaknesses. I think any of our strengths can also be a weakness. So right. the fact that you are a perfectionist is why you are a business owner of a, and in, mom inventor of this shopping cart hammock. Um, mm-hmm. and then on the other side, just being self-aware and saying, I need yeah. to let some of these things go. Yeah. I is, mean, that's huge. Been, right. And I, that's not something that like, I'm still working on that for sure. Oh, you know, me too. I, mean, I have that tendency as well. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that I feel pulled to do and I really, you know, wish that I could do. But when I think about it, I'm like, you know what? It's not, it's not a necessity for me. And is it really going to benefit me or my kids or my family in the long term? you know, right. Like one of the things that I used to do that was kind of fun and I felt like I was supposed to do was go up to school and like help with taking care of the teachers and like cleaning out teacher lounge and, you know, bringing snacks around everybody. And it was fun because it was kind of social and I felt like I was doing my part, but it's not something I have time to do now. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like I wasn't spending quality time with my kids. So Mm -hmm. Even though I was volunteering up at school, it wasn't something that I was like, you You're know, with her or with right, him. Yeah. Right. So that was one of the things that I just had to start being like, ah, as much as I'd love to be up there. We can't do everything. We can't do it all. And there's different seasons. That's true. You know? Yeah. And you've been Definitely in true. hardcore make this happen mode. You know, right. I think you're going to look back Startup and this mode. will be, yeah. Yeah. It is. Because we sure. really just officially launched the business two years ago mm-hmm. in February. So. And um, I know that, man, you've had all kinds of success. So you've been featured in parents magazine and mm-hmm. what else? We were named a must have baby product by Tori Spelling. Wow. Which is kind of cool. That is cool. And let's see, baby center called us a top mom hack. So I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's been cool to see the, you know, response because again, like this was my random little ugly idea <laughs> that, you know, I was scared to even show my closest friends. And now it's like all over the internet. I mean, we've had knockoffs from other countries. Like people have copied our product and so they can do it. it in other countries. Can they sell it? They've tried to sell it into here. the United States. We had, we've had a couple that have tried to sell it here and we had to, you know, send our attorneys after them. But ah, interesting. Yeah. One company in particular ordered our product and photocopied everything. They photocopied the box. They photocopied the instructions. 
like it was a literal like copycat of you just want to like scream at him I, like I you are like, not sick. here in my sick. living room taking this pack oh and play God. apart yeah exactly <laughs> uh, yeah that one that one made me pretty angry so but right. they're not selling anymore yeah so yeah it worked out so while you were doing all this you also um did foster care for a while how many yeah. different <clears throat> kids and what was two. this been to, just two okay yeah um Foster care is something that has been on my heart since my husband and I first got married, since before we even had kids. And I remember telling one of our close friends back in the early days, like, someday, I don't know when it's going to be, but someday we're going to, you know, be involved in foster Mm -hmm. care. I didn't know how it was going to work or anything, but, um, you know, we got busy having our own kids, living life was one of those things that it never really felt like the time was right, but in the midst of all this business, you know, taking off and my husband having a crazy busy job and we had, uh, three kids at that point, I remember God just kind of telling me like, you know what? The timing is never going to be just right to do something like this. And so he was kind of like, you've got to just trust me that Mm. even though this seems like something that you can't handle, because I was like barely even able to take care of my own family at the time. I mean, we were struggling. Um, I was like, okay, God, you know, if you want me to do it, I'll take that step. And that's what it was. It was just that first step. And he was like, you know, just call, just Mm -hmm. call foster care place and find out what the first step is. And Mm -hmm. so that's what I did. And we, my husband was not on board to begin with because he felt like how I felt like we can't do this. Yeah. We we don't have time for this. And who's going to take care of these kids? And but we, I told him, you know, what I felt. And I was like, you know what? Let's just go to the classes and mm-hmm. let's just see how it goes. So we started going to the classes, which there's like, I think it's like 19, 19 hours worth of right. training. Mm-hmm. It took us about, gosh, at least six months to go through all of it. Um, but by the end he was on board and, you know, we felt a really good piece about it. Mm-hmm. And we knew this was something we were supposed to do. So yeah, we had a little boy first. He was the cutest thing ever. And you know, God really provided, like, I don't know how we did it. Mm-hmm. He didn't sleep well at night. So, I mean, I already wasn't sleeping well, but then we really weren't sleeping well, but it was such a great experience. And then the next little, we had another little boy after that. And, um, shortly after getting him, I found out that I was pregnant and, so we had him for a while and then we had to finally, let's see, when I was about eight months pregnant, um, we talked to our ca- caseworker and she was like, you know, he's probably going to end up going up for adoption. So since you guys are about to have your own baby, if you aren't planning on wanting right. to adopt him, then let's get him into a home where, you mm-hmm. know, he can start connecting with a family that might really want to. But you got to play that intricate role for yeah, it was cool. A good wow. It was really cool. So we took a break after that, and we haven't started back up again yet, yeah. but we plan to. And what's cool, too, is with my husband being in politics and then living that life mm-hmm. and seeing the need, mm-hmm. um, it's become like a driving force for him. Mm-hmm. So he's involved in all kinds of foster care and like fundraising for them and helping get getting them implemented in all the churches and everything. Mm-hmm. So it was cool that that little seed that was planted can kind of blossom into something bigger. Oh yeah. So it'll be cool to see where he's able to take it with his platform. Mm -hmm. So with, um, the shopping cart hammock with foster care, and I'm sure with a lot of other areas in life, it seems like really all that we can do is take the next step. Yeah. 
we can't, we can't take step 50, even though we want to be there already. All we can do is take the next one. So what, um, what advice would you give to someone who was feeling called to start something? Yeah. I mean, that is it. Like you've nailed it. One of the things that I used to get so frustrated with was just the lack of progress, you know, because in my mind, when I started this business, I pictured, I mean, like I'm kind of a dreamer. So I pictured like this global company, you know, with an office and with, Hey, you never know. I know I'm, I'm not there yet, but I'm still working towards it. So in my mind, I had this grand idea of what this business would be. And so I would be so excited. And then I would wake up in the morning and, you know, get all the kids off to school, get every, you know, everyone fed and dressed and off to school, baby's diaper changed, nap time, everything, you know, I, it'd be like one o'clock in the afternoon and I'd realize I hadn't eaten breakfast yet and Mm -hmm. I was exhausted and I hadn't had a second to even work on anything. And I'd be so depressed because I'd be like, how am I ever going to get to that right. if I can't even... And that's how a lot of us feel, right. you know? Because you look at the process and you're like, oh my gosh, from A to Z right. is 565 a long steps, way. Uh-huh. you know? And I remember looking at it thinking like, oh my gosh, we've got like labels that we have to make. We have to get certified. We have to have safety testing. We have to, you know, all these things. And it was overwhelming. And it's enough to make you think like, I'm not even going to start because... I'll never make it. Exactly. I'll never make it. I can't even take a shower. I think you know? <laughs> like I will never make it. Yes. So many people can relate to that right yes. now though. Yes. I, I can't even take a shower. How can I get started on this right. dream that's in my heart? So my advice would be if you have a dream that has been placed in your heart that you feel like God is calling you to do, then number one, start. And number two, spend a little bit of time every day on it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's five minutes, you know, even if you're in the pickup line at school and you just plot your notebook and you make some sketches or you take some notes, spend a couple minutes on it every day. And it is really, really cool to look back and see like those five, 10, 30 minutes, however much time it is added up over time can really direct you right. in the path that you're supposed to go in. So pretty much you're saying that you could take a next step every day of yeah. some sort. Oh, totally. I mean, and again, like this took me forever. Yes, it took me forever. And, um, I mean, five years worth of working on this design, but at the same time, like I look back now and it went really quickly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that one of the verses that always encourages me is, um, do not despise the day of small things for the Lord rejoices to see these things take place. And that's Zechariah 4:10. And I think just those little things that add up, you know, day after day, a little bit here and a little bit there. And you'll look back, you know, maybe a couple of months from now, or maybe five years from now and be like, wow, I did that. Mm-hmm. And really be proud of yourself for taking those steps. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love the verse in Colossians, Colossians 3, 323 that says, um, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart is serving the Lord, not man. And I love that. I love that that kind of just sums up you, that whatever yeah. you're doing that you do, you work at it with all your heart. And, yeah. um, obviously you're a Christian, you're a believer. So mm-hmm. how does your faith kind of play into all of this? Of course, motherhood and yeah. being a wife and, um, but also mm-hmm. in this process. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I feel like there have been a lot of times where I have done everything that I feel like I can do, Mm -hmm. you know, like I've used all of my own abilities and I am at the end of my rope and I don't know where to go. I don't know what the next step is. Mm -hmm. And those are the times when I'm like, oh yeah, 
<laughs> I should probably pray about this. Right. You know, and God will give me like just exactly what I need. You know, like he will, sometimes he'll request things from me that I'm like, okay. You know, like one of mm-hmm. the things was I hadn't tithed on some of our earnings from the first year. And he was like, I know that you need every penny right now for your business, but you know, you're called to tithe. And so Wow. I trusted him and I took a big old chunk of money out of our bank account that we needed to pay for stuff. But as soon as I let go and trusted him with that tithe, we had, first of all, an amazing month on sales that just made up for it immediately. And then second of all, he put somebody in um, my life that was able to take our company to the next level as far wow. as help. Mm-hmm. So I feel like those kind of things were always really cool to see. Like, you know, just trust me mm-hmm. and remember to ask me about all these things and I will give Gosh. you the steps and the direction to go. Man, that's so good. It's fun to see. It's really fun to see. And it makes me think like, Oh, I should probably <laughs> rely on him a little bit more because oh, well, that's all of us. I think we yeah. all, you know, we want him to be our first thought, not an afterthought. But mm-hmm. um, I think the main point is us remembering mm-hmm. to yeah. bring him in wherever mm-hmm. it is. So, yeah. um, so kind of in the same vine, what um, would you say to someone who is maybe stuck in the middle? Like the the process has been started mm-hmm. on something that they feel called to or compelled to do, yeah. um, but they're having trouble finishing. Would you kind of say the same thing or? Yeah, probably. I mean, maybe ask themselves why they feel stuck, you mm-hmm. know, because sometimes I feel like we are called to start things and maybe not finish them. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the whole point was to just start. So maybe the learning process had already happened and, you know, you shouldn't feel guilty about not finishing because there's a lot of things I've started that I have not finished. Sure. But, um, if it's something that God's placed on your heart that you really feel like you're supposed to be doing, then yeah, I feel like you should pray about it and you know, ask God to just give you the wisdom to make the right choices for those next steps. Mm -hmm. And then again, just spend a little bit of time on it every day and see where that gets you. That's good. All right. So serious question. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Would you ever go on Shark Tank? (laughs) I get asked that question a lot. Yeah. What's your answer? Uh, It's different every day. Um, First of all, I am Shark not... Tank people, if you're listening. <laughs> I am not a public speaker. Like, I do not like being in front of people. I don't like talking about myself. I, this, well, this is hard for me right here. And you're amazing. So yeah. I think maybe you should just get over it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, the idea of being on Shark Tank makes me, like, you know, start sweating immediately. <laughs> but I do think it would be pretty cool, too. So it's a possibility. Okay. I might think about it. All right. So I think we'll it'd be pretty Leave fun. the option open. It's open. Yeah. I have not applied, but it's open. Yeah. Um, so do you ever read or watch or listen to anything that kind of keeps you inspired? Well, I do watch Shark Tank every Friday night. <laughs> yes. See, I'm telling you. It's meant to it be. It is my favorite show. I'm um, going gonna, gonna to call everybody I know that all your connections. works for Shark Tank. <laughs> you have some connections I don't know. <laughs> Um, so besides the shark tank that keeps me inspired, um, I, I'm terrible at reading books. I, I start a lot of books mm-hmm. talking about starting things and not hey, finishing sometimes them. Sometimes you're just supposed to start them and not finish them. It's fine. <laughs> sometimes that's the point. So I start a lot of books. I have about four going right now. <clears throat> One of them is a business tax book, which is super exciting. Mm, very exciting. Um, you're such a grown up. Craig Groeschel's, uh, divine direction. Yes. I'm halfway through that. It's I'm really good. I'm halfway through as well. It's amazing. I'm loving that one. And then, uh, Lisa Turk, 
Turkerst. Thank you. Um, the best. Yes. Mm. That one's the one that's really been helping me to say no to volunteering at school (laughs) so that I can, you know, spend time on the things that I need to spend time on. (laughs) So that is a great book for that. I Mm -hmm. think, I don't think I finished it, (laughs) but I, but man, it was so good. I've been working on it for about six months, to be honest. And I highlight it. I'm a big highlighter, so I highlight it all kinds of Mine's like covered in peanut butter and jelly because I keep trying to take it with me everywhere I go and it doesn't get open. That's real life. Yeah. Yeah. All of my books, they start out pretty and then my kids want to come and use the highlighter on them and I'm like, oh, okay, let go of perfection. Let go of perfection. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's fine. Well, is there anything else that kind of, I don't know, just any fun facts or random Hmm. miscellaneous thoughts? Miscellaneous. I do have, I mean, Mm -hmm. business-wise, so our one product, the Shopping Cart Hammock, has kind of inspired me to think of more products, which has been fun, because Mm -hmm. uh, now that I know the process and I've done it before, it feels like a little bit easier. So we have um, two new products that we're working on, which what? has been really So exciting. I was going to ask you about kind of your goals for the future and where you saw this yeah. heading. Can you tell us about so, them or is, are they top secret? One of them is top secret. Okay. Um, Will you tell I me after we turn it I can't tell you unless I have you sign a non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have one of those. Um, oh, good. We're planning on launching in the fall, so... Yeah, that one will be soon. Um, and then the other one is kind of an, a cool, um, unique design for a shopping cart cover oh, um, that has some additional features and attaches in a different way than current ones because um, we already have that market. You know, like moms mm-hmm. are already on our website looking yep. at baby hammocks. Absolutely. And so a lot of times there's a big brother or sister that might want a matching cart cover. So we figured that might be a fun thing to add and it's right. fairly simple. So that's another thing we're working on. That's awesome. So yeah. And then we're working with, um, target right now. We're going to hopefully be in stores soon. And we're also working with bye bye baby. And that is um, so exciting. I kind of want to jump up and down right now. <laughs> another excuse to go to target. Uh, yeah. Right. Yes. Target's just perfect fit for us and bye bye baby too. So we're yes. working with, um, some buyers there right now that, I mean, there's so many legal things that we have to get in place first, but we're in the process of working. So when you go through all of that red tape, yeah, is it just you? Does Matt come alongside of you and you do it together? Like, what does that look like? (sighs) I wish Matt was able to help more because he would be a great asset, but, uh, it's pretty much just me. I have, um, a lady that lives in New York that helps with marketing Mm -hmm. and she's got a lot of experience with baby products. So she's great to bounce ideas off of. And then we just hired a new guy, um, that lives in, uh, California that is going to be helping with sales. And so he actually used to work with Aiden and Anae's baby blankets Mm -hmm. and skip hop, you know, like the diaper bags. Oh yeah. So he's got great experience and he's been helping with Target and Bye Bye Baby just because he's done this before. So I feel good having somebody in my corner that's like, no, that's not how you do it. You know, you're doing this all wrong. <laughs> so right. he's great. You are big time. Uh, not yet, but we're getting there. I'm excited to see where we go. I think this is just the beginning and that's what's so cool. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, we're, we're working on other, um, other countries. We get emails almost every day from, you know, South Africa and Australia and France saying, we need your products here. You know, can we please be your distributor? So that's well, cool. I know everyone listening is either 
a mom or you know somebody that's a mom of young babies. So um, if they wanted to, I'll, I'll link up um, all the websites and all that, but um, where would they go if they're wanting to purchase one of these? Um, www.binksybaby.com, which is spelled B-I-N-X-Y baby.com. Perfect. And our Instagram handle mm -hmm. too is uh, shop Binksy. Perfect. Yeah. Yay. I'll put those in the conversation notes, but perfect. Oh, and we're on Amazon. That's the other one. You are Amazon Amazon. too. If you want, I feel like I'm learning all these things. I thought I knew so much and I don't. Yeah. We do really well on Amazon. People like their instant gratification stuff. I love instant gratification on Amazon. Me too. (laughs) I have bought more and more birthday presents or it is especially with prime because you just, you get it the next day or two days. Is it one day or two Two days? It's usually two. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you are amazing. And, um, I know that so many people listening today have something that they are feeling called to start or feeling called to finish. Um, and it might be in a totally different area, but I know that we can all, I can relate to this and just, um, feeling inspired and just remembering to whatever we do, do it for the Lord and, um, just to not give up, persevere, keep going, run your race. Yeah. Don't look around, Mm -hmm. just start. Right. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you for Thank you. Joining me today. Fun and not too terrifying. (laughs) I'm only sweating a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit. Yeah. Well, if you're thinking, I've got to get my hands on one of those hammocks, you're in luck. Lisa is generously providing a giveaway for not only one, but two shopping cart hammocks. She said it's in the name of good friends and the love and support they provide when we're afraid to take the next step. So the winner will get one and a friend they tag on social media will get the other. Be sure to check out the conversation notes for details. Also, Mother's Day is right around the corner. So if you have a mama to be in your life, this would be the perfect gift. Like I said previously, this is not a sponsored endorsement. I just truly know that new moms will love this product. And that wraps up episode number four with the incredible Lisa Pinnell. I love that I have friends who are so much smarter than me who can sharpen and strengthen my perspective. And come on, don't you think she should be on Shark Tank? I really think we should hound her until she does it, and then we'll throw a big party and invite everyone. Yes? Yes, I think so. (laughs) Well, several people have asked how often I'll be getting these little podcasts out there and published. Right now, I'm planning on every other week. I think that's the most sustainable for me in this season of life. But remember, you can go back and listen to the other amazing women who have already shared their personal stories and wisdom in past episodes. Last time, my friend Whitney Reed, who's a PA and mom of three, bravely shared her battle and restoration journey with anxiety and depression. It was incredibly insightful and powerful just to hear how God faithfully got her through a really dark season. So be sure to check that out if you haven't already. And if you're enjoying these little podcasts and have a few minutes to spare, I would love it if you would go to the Messy Table podcast in iTunes, take a second to leave a rating and review. I know that sounds kind of silly, but apparently that's a pivotal way for other women to find and hear these life-giving messages. So if you're able, I would really, really appreciate it. As always, you can find me at ginjul.com or on Instagram at ginjul. And I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy life to join me at the messy table. It's truly an honor I don't take for granted, and I hope you have a great week.